Okay, welcome. We are live back on DLive. Excited to be streaming today to the world on our favorite new decentralized platform that isn't YouTube. So you can catch us on DLive every Thursday around 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, depending on whether we have any technical difficulties or not, which we had a little bit today. But we're figuring all this technology out still, but we're here to support decentralized tech and uh, using that to disseminate really awesome information about health and wellness and technology and science and life in general. And just great to be on here with Dr. Bear Paul Lando. How's it going today, Bear? Doing good, Mike. Awesome. Doing good. Beautiful day out. A lot of work to do. So I'm just kind of looking out the window, thinking of uh, getting out there pretty quick here. Yeah, we will... Uh, We'll keep this uh, short and sweet today. Uh, I, th I think today, uh, one thing to cover real quick is uh, there's been some questions on, uh, on our, some channels here this morning about the price increase we've had on our C60. And I figured it'd be good to just bring you on and uh, have you kind of explain why the, the big spike in cost on our site for Carbon60, I know it's one of our popular sellers now, and you've done a, a few recent interviews on Arcane Bear and Matthew Belair's podcast about C60, and it's a really powerful tool and our arsenal for uh, staying healthy. So unfortunately, we've had to increase the price by, geez, like 70%. Uh, and uh, yeah, maybe uh, you can kind of go into that and why this has uh, had to happen. Yeah. So our source of C60, um, we've partnered with some people that I can verify the quality of it, the people involved, and also look at third-party evaluations that put it at the, the top of the quality in the industry. Since C60 is becoming so popular, there's a lot of sketchy companies out there now that are putting out marginal quality and some of them we don't even know what we're getting at all the good thing about our manufacturers not only do we know we're at the top tier quality and purity and saturation level but it's also been at a very reasonable price now there are a couple other companies out there that have been in comparable quality some of those companies use different kinds of carrier oils which really isn't borne out in research as the best way to do it, even though it sounds like it might be a good idea. And I was interested in using carrier oils of a different type myself, but the research really shows that olive oil of a certain type is the best carrier medium. It's, it's healthier uh, in and of itself, but it's the best way to deliver C60. So we stuck with, uh, this manufacturer that we know we can verify and also uses the best carrier oil and also has been half the price of a couple of these other companies that are experimenting with different things. And again, they're good quality, but uh, their price is where from day one, their price is where we're being forced to go right now. Now in the future, and I can't say exactly when that is, but I'm working with these people right now and they're in a different jurisdiction. I don't want to say too much about them because I don't want to draw the wrath of the wrong people. 
that would interfere with their project. Now, these people have a strong background in not only engineering, but also in spagyricism, which would be a good uh, topic of discussion for us on a separate podcast someday. Uh, it's a way of thinking of it as hybridizing herbology with homeopathy, but making it better than the two of them combined. And But they understand that kind of old school science that people used to call alchemy. So you combine the engineering, you combine the knowledge of uh, this old world spagyricism and the fact that they're building new reactors that allow them to get what we would consider an alive form of carbon 60. And, and that could be a larger discussion what that actually means. But because it hasn't been subjected to solvents at all, it is going to give a whole different energetic quality that these people understand uh, to the carbon 60 and make it a lot more potent. So when that's online and available in sufficient uh, amounts, then we will be getting that and actually putting it together in-house. It's going to be a project. It's something I really don't want to do, but we're going to go there. A lot of people are making it at home. I would encourage that. I always like people to be self-sufficient and get a, cut themselves a price break you know, whenever they can. Um, there will be some problems with that because people don't understand the C60 molecule and how to treat it properly. And what you have to understand is it's not just a matter of stirring. I even know people that are putting it in blenders, but what you have to do is stir it very gently with magnetic stirs over a long period of time. But what you really want to do to better get a better high, higher quality is to subject it to sonic frequencies that will impregnate the carrier oil much more efficiently and then do that at a certain uh, hertz. We know the exact numbers to use uh, for certain periods because if you do it too long, then it's going to start to work against you and then do intermittent periods of carbon 60. So we're going to have to tool up and do all those things. Um, unfortunately, so there's, a, there's a specific science so, science to making super quality carbon 60. That's going to have the most optimal yeah. effect. And I, I know for instance, um, in recent YouTube videos and stuff on chat rooms and things like that, I've had a number of people tell me that they're making it themselves at home, uh, to save on the price point. And that is a very valid comment that you just made that, yes, it's, that's, more power to them uh, because of the, the prices skyrocketing. However, um, what is the cost in the end to their health if they're potentially ingesting stuff that isn't going to be as healthy or as effective as uh, properly uh, created carbon 60? Yeah, so on the market, there will still be some versions that are a lot cheaper than what we're going to have. And that's okay. You know, C60 isn't about what we are. We aren't a marketing company for C60. We have it as an important tool to make available to our clients so that they can get things in one spot. It's more of a service. But if we were to suspend C60 sales altogether, 
because it's really never been, um, you know, the main thing that drives our commerce arm of our permaculture model of, uh, you know, farming and, and commerce combined. So, but again, we have it for a certain reason because we feel it's so important. But the, the less expensive versions, it will still be available. The raw ingredients are different. The manufacturing processes are different. And so just buyer beware. And, and that's not a competitive sort of thing. It's, it's just a fact of life. And in fact, there's some good podcasts out there that are going into C60 and all of the behind the scenes uh, factors a lot more um, detailed than we're doing here today. So you can go hear it from other people as well. Now, the other people that have been selling it at the price that we're forced to go to now, uh, they have very robust sales, and, and that's because that is their thing. They have a very good marketing strategy. Uh, they hit it hard in podcasts with personalities that do a good sales job, and, and I'm not saying sales in a, in a bad way. It's just they're, they're, they're good marketers. So ours will be out there at the same price. Uh, a lot of people that are used to getting good quality from us at half the price these other people are selling are going to be very disappointed. Sorry, but that's the way it is. But back to the story of what the not-too-distant future has in store for us in C60, we will have a whole different animal out. I would say realistically maybe by fall. And that's cool. the prices should come down even though it's going to be very, very labor intensive to us. And I say in fall because uh, uh, we'll be, we have to get through the harvest season here. We're in heavy planting, quadrupling our, our, um, our farm production and the, and the things that we're really about. And we just don't have time to go there. And as I mentioned earlier, we have to wait for the, the people uh, where we'll be getting the raw ingredient from to uh finish perfecting their reactors and things. So that being said, um, let me read something from our present partners just so all of our people understand what we're dealing with. As many of you may already be aware, our industry has been affected by sharp increase in the cost of production and shipping over this past year. Most significantly, the price of high-quality raw carbon-60 is nearly tripled. In anticipation of rising cost, we invested early in a bulk amount of carbon-60 at a far lower rate than is now available and have done everything possible to keep peripheral costs down. We have extensively searched the market for an alternative of the same quality but to no avail. Unimpeachable product quality is our primary selling point, and I know these people, that's, that's the real deal, and I'm going to leave out names here because this is a personal email to me, to replicate as closely as possible the exact conditions of the original study that demonstrated so much promise from the amazing carbon-60 molecule. So our manufacturers hold true to the original methodology that delivers a product that is 99.99 uh, solvent-free. So it's 100% it's solvent-free. And even though the original extraction process does require solvents, and that's true of anything you buy in the market, except for where we're going to be getting it in the future, uh, again, we're going to be having carbon-60 produced by reactors that will never 
have the need to use solvent agents, which is going to keep the carbon-60 molecule in a pristine energetic level, and we'll be talking more about that. But for right now, we've got the highest quality out on the domestic uh, market. Now, um, let's see. I was going to say, the, uh, yeah, the update sounds amazing. Um, and uh, to, we would love to do a whole stream on what that's going to entail. And I, I figure that's going to definitely dive into some waveform mechanics and uh, the true nature of kind of how these molecules work. Um, as far as the solvents go, just a quick question. Um, I know we've had, I've had some questions on why we go with the olive oil versus, for instance, the coconut oil or avocado oil. Could you briefly just go into that for a second and why we like the olive oil as, as or excuse me, as the carrier? Well, the research, the original research, uh, did utilize different carrier mediums even before the research was done to see what was the superior way of getting the highest saturation levels of carbon molecules per you know, given milliliter. And olive oil came out by far the best. Also, uh, many studies, including uh, carbon-60 related, show that olive oil in and of itself is a healthier, superior oil to everything out there. And there's a lot of good oils, everything from avocado, coconut, you know, good healthy oils uh, that we use all the time. But olive oil is, is the best, and it's just borne out in time as to, as to you know, that's a fact. Now, uh, there's been ongoing research that I'm aware of through other circles and predominantly in Europe, which have continued to bear out this same truth relative to carbon-60, and that it is a superior carbon uh, carrier medium and is able to deliver carbon-60 more efficiently to the body than any other kind of oil. Uh, as you know, I've experimented myself behind the scenes, everything from hemp oil to, you know, uh, you know, other kinds of oils that I know are healthy and have other good attributes, coconut. And, and I was, uh, that's what I do. I experiment. And I was very enthusiastic about it. But then it, the end of the day and especially working with other people that have uh, larger facilities and means and, and people with uh, different levels of knowledge, everything from engineering to uh, biochemist, uh, you know, I like to pick their brains because I'm a clinician and, and I can only do so much now. In the future, you know, we're in the process in our whole farm and permaculture model here where uh, we'll have our own laboratory and you know we, we have a laboratory of sorts of our own where we can do some meaningful work but we're going to be upscaling and be able to do higher volume and 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 more um, cutting edge work so we'll be involved with a lot of this but in the meantime I have to rely on a lot of these people that I know and trust and the olive oil uh, you know again when you're looking at carbon 60 the reason why you're taking it is to get carbon-60 in your bloodstream, and olive oil just does a better job of it. Mike, jump in there. Oh, that's, yeah, that's great to know. And also, we're just fans of olive oil. I know your Italian heritage helps with that. But, hey, uh, you know. Uh, us uh, paisans, we need at least a quart of olive oil a, a day just to feel right. Yeah, you like to bathe in that stuff. 
uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, some people complain about the taste that they, they don't like it as much as for instance, coconut oil. I actually don't mind it at all. I think it's great. Uh, I love olive oil myself. So, um, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't so- have any patience for people that, uh, <laughs> that complain about taste, uh, Old school herbology, for instance, you know, where we get such amazing results. Uh, you learn how to appreciate all the five tastes, including bitter and, and sour and so forth. And we live in a culture that, you know, the Twinkie culture where everybody wants everything to taste good and sweet. And you really miss out on all the attributes of food and herbs when you haven't developed a palate for appreciating things that don't just taste like fast food. And that goes a lot deeper than you think. So when you cultivate those tastes and those levels of appreciation, not only do you stop complaining about stupid things, but you also um, get more out of things. So if, something tastes different than you'd like. Maybe it's just a, a cue that there's something that you're missing out on and it's a refinement process within yourself and not expecting the natural order out there to provide everything that grows and so forth to, to, um, to conform to your limited palate. And, uh, it might right sound on. like I have some energy behind that, but it's because as a practitioner for 40 years, I, you know, you hear that quite often and, and I just pretty much tell people get over it. It's about your health. Oh, yeah. And, uh, if I think you're too, taking it for other reasons, then that's your reasons. Yeah. I think too, as, uh, you appreciate the healthy benefits and you, your body starts to really appreciate it. Uh, you, get to like kind of really enjoy that taste because it's a kind of a higher elevated concept as far as you're connecting that taste with the effects. And, um, yeah, I enjoy it every morning. I do my uh, morning ritual and it includes a teaspoon of carbon 60 and man, I enjoy it. It's, it's, I know I'm doing good stuff. And as far as, you know, a lot of people asking what are the actual scientific studies behind it and all that. There are some great studies out there and we should probably, what we'll do is um, I think on our website, we'll do a, uh, a section where we can start putting these documented studies in so people can uh, get into and reading those. But personally, I'm just seeing great results as far as like my hair thickness it's kind of something I've noticed. I was, you know, getting up there now and hit 40 last year and, or this year and, uh, uh, starting at the hair thinning out a little bit. And, uh, I've noticed, I've, (laughs) I've noticed that, um, I've definitely felt like my hair has gotten a little thicker and more, uh, full. So, um, and overall just, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really enjoying taking the carbon 60. So whether it's psychosomatic or whatnot, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's seems to be working well for me, but, um, yeah. 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 One last comment about the price in the industry. And especially with the advent of the internet, there are very deep corporate pockets that have infiltrated a lot of the fine 
medicines that I've used as a practitioner that were considered physician quality, not things that you could find in a health food store. And they have been going into these places predominantly from Europe where you get this high-end stuff that works as, uh, as a clinician would need, but also requires more knowledge to use it properly. That's why it was confined only as a physician item, just like a doctor uh, being the only uh, type of person that has the credentials to go get pharmaceutical drugs and prescribe them. Uh, but these uh, corporate entities have done an end around and what they've done is they go in and buy extreme high volume and then flood the market on the internet um, in ways and selling them underpricing actually qualified physicians who can tell you how to use it properly rather than just buying it and then just trying it to see if it works, which sometimes isn't a good idea. A lot of times it isn't a good idea. And, um, and it's really been difficult to control this, but the point of this story is that it undermines the integrity of the entire industry and also puts the buyer at risk of uh, having tools in their hands that they really don't understand. Now, with carbon 60, um, you know, it's, it's the same less scrupulous people are putting out inferior products and, and uh, they can do things cheaper because they have deeper pockets to begin with. And then with good marketing, they can uh, get their product out and undercut everybody else. So when it comes to the things I have used traditionally, and even though I'm retired now, but when in more of my clinical years, but I still do a little bit of work, uh, we maintain the integrity of the quality by using the same price structure that the manufacturers from Europe um, expect us to because they don't want to find their stuff on eBay and just to cheapen, you know, again, the integrity of the whole product. Now with this carbon 60 uh, manufacturer that we have partnered with, we also agree to maintain the price structure that they demand. And I can assure folks, even at our new price, uh, our company is not making a lot of money and, uh, you know, so it's really not something we have to do in the first place because the markup is minuscule. So, so when people go on the site and see a astronomical increase, um, you know, sorry, but that's just the way it is. Uh, you know, back to the taste of herbs and all that sort of thing. It's, it's really, you know, health is really about attitude. And so when you appreciate what nature is having to offer and providing, uh, you know, remedies just by things that you can grow in your own yard and that sort of thing and learning how to make teas and infusions. It's not about tasting good. And so that goes with everything in your lifestyle. If you, uh, you know, people will say, well, I don't like to exercise because it's hard work. Well, it's, it's not work. And if it seems like work, it's because you probably haven't done it for a long time. And that's why it suspiciously seems like work. So there's a way to transition in, prepare your body, just like cultivating taste uh, and a palate, uh, cultivating your body in a way so that you get to a point 
where uh, you can actually go out and really push your body a little bit, work up a good sweat. And, um, and what used to seem like work will just be more exhilarating and, and, and seem more like a luxury rather than something you have to do. So, so I, I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. No, I think um, that's, uh, yeah. I think that's brilliant. I'm actually messaging people on the telegram channel here. We were like, okay. what's going on literally about this right now? Um, you know, I was saying, Hey, and I was telling the guy right now, I was like, he was bummed. I was like, Hey, we can, I'm, you know, we're, we're cool though. Like we're trying to help people. I was offering, we do a new, a newbie 10% discount code for anybody who's never bought from us before. You know, we, we try and we try to help people. We know economically it's tough right now out there and people are concerned about their health. But to your point, what you were just saying, um, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, all this complaining and this bitching about stuff and then people wonder why they're not feeling good, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Or why they're having problems in their life. Number one, most important thing that I've been focused on. And it's so just basic and all the mystic schools, all the basic religions, everyone just talks about it. It's just having a positive, healthy heart based attitude, a full of love. I mean, it sounds cheesy and it sounds totally generic and you know, it's gurus, blah, 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 blah. But it's so true waking up in the morning and starting out right with that, with that perspective, as we have talked about before, if you can really master that and really master like connecting this with this and having the right perspective and, and at every moment of your day, uh, embracing love and light and happiness, you don't even need carbon 60. I mean, uh, you know, so and that's tough. I'm not. It's a scientific I, lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, and that's tough to do. That's why there are millions of books about it, and gurus out there, and spiritual leaders, and it's the fundamental, I think, uh, thing that every human strives to do. And it's not easy. It's not easy to live like that because we live in such a complex um, world where we have so much coming out, especially now with everything kind of ramping up. So. Uh, you know, it takes, there's techniques and skills that are required to learn to do this appropriately. And as you said, there's the whole science behind it. So um, anyways, uh, that's my little spiel on that. It's a process. Yeah. It's a process. And the point is, is to learn to enjoy the process rather than keep trying to get there. Cause there's nowhere to get to. You're already there. And just, you know, that again gets into all the trite Zen quotes it everybody hears all the time but it's true uh you know everybody wants to be there and in and, and today's world being there as well when i make a million dollars and well it's not even a million dollars these days it's got to be a billion but you know i have a lot of clients over the years that are billionaires and you know good people but <laughs> not necessarily always, always the happiest healthy because they've gotten there or what they thought from the start was going to be there. And now they don't know what the hell to do with themselves and are still complaining about everything under the sun. You know, I go onto YouTube cause I like to keep just a half a hot, uh, an eye open and an ear to the ground, you know, for about five minutes, first thing in the morning to see if the world still exists out there. And 
inevitably it's just all you know everybody sitting around discussing world events and the bad guys and yeah yeah there's people out there doing really sinister things but the more and that doesn't mean that that we just roll down and let other people walk all over us but the only reason why they're succeeding is we're sitting around talking about them and paying attention to what they're doing instead of, uh, you know, creating what we want in the world. And, and, you know, if I spend more than five, 10 minutes on that stuff these days, I, you know, I feel like getting a rope and hanging myself. So why would you do that? Uh, and, and the other thing is, is who has time for that? You know, people that um, are on chats about, you know, who the most sinister group in the world is and, and, and if the right is the left versus the right and, and all these different conflicts out there, um, it's, it's a distraction. It's definitely and, a lower vibration. It's the, definitely a lower vibration. Yeah. Uh, and people get addicted to that stuff though. Just like, it's like a soap opera to them, you know, it's like, a uh, yeah. you know, and I'm guilt, I'm guilty on it sometimes. Like I love going down those rabbit holes and I like, getting into that, but you, I feel way better when I'm outside, uh, in the garden or going for a hike up the mountains or playing with my kids. Um, but it's also, you know, it's in our human nature to get pulled into that kind of drama. Yeah. And I'll go back uh, every few days just to kind of get updated. It's the same people talking about the same old stuff. And I just look at those folks and I'm like, wow, you must have a lot of free time on your hand. Uh, you know, we're, as, as you know, we're involved in, in a lot of endeavors that are actually intending and working to make a difference of, of what's going on out there. Uh, you know, assuring that the future generation might actually have some topsoil left so that they can have some food to eat. Uh, you know, understanding that, uh, yeah, everything that you've learned in school probably isn't true. And not to, uh, you know, dwell on why people have lied to you, but finding the truth and implementing that in your own life. Because the only way the world's going to change is when you change. And, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to change anything by talking about it. Uh, if, if, if that was possible, then politicians would have changed the world a long time. Uh, you know, when, when you have bureaucrats and committees and and just all the energy and resources waited, wasting on suits, uh, sitting around putting words on pieces of paper. And and uh, I mean, it's, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, I just say I, with, whole, with everybody, find your purpose. And yeah, it. the whole suits thing is funny, too. I was just watching something about the the origin of what actually our suit comes from, uh, you know, the actual suit and tie. And, and, you know, you've got these, these movers and shakers wearing their suits and tie every day and there's no, you know, that's great. It's a, uh, I like wearing them every now and then you look pretty sharp in a suit, but you know, it feels good to dress up. However, that the actual original symbolism of that is fascinating. You've got a tie around your neck, like a noose. Um, your cufflinks are like uh, your handcuffs. 
Um, I mean, there's, it's funny how there's this, there's a lot of this symbology behind uh, that weird costume <laughs> that you have to wear in our society to be deemed to be professional. You know, it's just another sign of the inversion of our world and how those who are these, you know, independent go-getters out there wearing their suits are really just wearing kind of a, a prison uh, outfit, a prisoner outfit. It's fascinating. And it's a costume. Who's, who's the man behind the suit? Yeah. And then we've exactly. got, now we've got both sexes wearing power suits and convinced that that's uh, emancipation. And like you say, no, everybody's in prison now. And, and uh, to verify that, we've got certain maladies and heart diseases and that sort of thing that used to be more exclusive to the male species that was out there duking it out in suits every day. And now the women in power suits are, uh, you know, if you look at the health stats, uh, okay, they're, they're joining the force. And then, of course, at the same time, not even realizing that the real reason behind why they were marketed into getting attracted to that world in the first place was to increase the tax base, not to emancipate, you know, one of the, the sexes of the species. So that being said, said Mike, and uh, uh, let's maybe just finalize with a couple words of where we'd like to go, because you and I have talked about this behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, we like to talk about uh, what's going on in the world with these kinds of discussions. And, and also uh, maybe even philosophize quite a bit and bring in science that... Uh, with most people that haven't been taught the terminologies uh, and, and had the experience to back it, to verify the truth of some of the things we talk about, it can suspiciously seem a little ungrounded and go over a lot of people's heads. So what I'd like to talk about going forward are the things that we know how to do uh, through our experience in the world that includes 40 years of practicing medicine with uh, people with very critical illnesses. In our clinic, that was very international. We had referrals from other doctors and people all over the world. We, we were never out marketing. We're always on private premises. But, uh, you know, we got results. So people came to us. Uh, but we were considered to have an extremely difficult practice because we get the folks that a lot of other uh, places had given up on and just said, you know, go get your affairs in order. But the reason why that was such a valuable experience is we actually learned how to uh, not only to help people in those situations, but learned a great deal about what the average person that isn't so-called diagnosed uh, can do to improve their health just with simple things. And if you go back to the original nature paths before the Rockefeller cartel when uh, the oil industry basically witch hunted them out of existence and paved the way, literally delegislated them so that you couldn't even have a naturopathic license. And I, I learned this whole history. I didn't even know about it when I was in naturopathic college. Uh, you know, yeah, this history is this history is absolutely fascinating. If anybody is wants 
to be immediately slapped in the face and woken up, uh, you know, go just research uh, Rockefeller um, uh, uh, oil pharmaceutical companies. And uh, it'll blow your mind. I mean, it, talk about complete and total, um, uh, you know, just overtaking uh, the health industry via pure, I mean, I, this word's overused, but it's really just pure evil. Because, uh, I mean, what's more important on this physical plane than your health? And to, and to do what they've done is just, oh, man, it's just crazy. Yeah, so it was a surprise for me too because I was working on a conventional side. The reason why I elected to not continue on in that system is because for whatever reason, I came in with a natural bent to want to you know, look under every stone and, and, and see what was possible to improve human potential or to realize human potential and did a lot of self-study besides my conventional studies. And uh, so I elected to, you know, go to naturopathic college. And, and after that, I, I went to chiropractic college and, and, you know, did a lot of postdoctoral certifications and everything from Asian medicines and osteopathy and so forth. But uh, when I was first semester there and we had that mandatory course because uh, the the curriculum was really designed to not only teach you how to be a doctor, but to understand your roots uh, first semester as far as what naturopathy really was. And they were the doctors of the day that uh, just like MDs are today, uh, it was NDs back then. And imagine if right now some other uh, force came in that had the, the influence to legislate MDs out so MDs woke up one day and they couldn't even renew their license. Uh, that's yeah. what happened to Endies, but the Endies, uh, <laughs> naturopathic doctors, additionally, um, they were persecuted. They were, many of them died. Their families were tormented. Their houses burned down. There's a, a four-story uh, library in Philadelphia that was the largest collection of books on natural healing from all over the world, uh, the largest of its sorts in the Western Hemisphere, and it was just destroyed. Uh, I, used to, I got to know this naturopath when I was in naturopathic college, uh, who was about 95 at that point, and he used, to, he used to come to Friday assemblies, and he'd tell me these stories, and he spent just as much time in prison. He said, well, you know, when I was in prison, I helped people in prison, so you know, he's one of these old school doctors that was in it for all the right reasons. And of course, a lot of MDs now, not all of them, but a lot of them, it's, you know, they enjoy the prestige and being real doctors and everybody else is relegated to alternative doctors. So that was all done by the early Robin, Robert Barons that became the oil magnets and, and predominantly the Rockefeller family that was our arm of the Rothschilds from the city of London banking cartel. And we don't have to go uh, through all that, but yeah, I, you'll you know, see. and I know you have too. We've gone down those yeah. rabbit holes just to see what we're up against. Well, and they have now all the foundations that are created and they uh, collude with the CDC and the AMA and the, 
blah, blah, all the three letter uh, agencies. And then they've got their private think tanks that are pushing uh, all the agendas. And this is all uh, put under the umbrella of conspiracy theories, but they're not theories. They are real conspiracies. Conspiracies exist. And these aren't even, cons I mean, they're, yeah, they're conspiring together. It's not even really conspiracies. It's just the paradigm now that we're in. They're not really even conspiring. It's all out in the open. Anybody can go see this. It's plain as day. Um, it's, uh, it's really a, just a massive form of mind control now. And, um, I mean, uh, it's, it's pretty wild stuff. But um, I love, you know, I think you hit the head on the nose uh, with the whole concept when you're talking about that. And I, I didn't know about this, this, this four-story building that uh, was destroyed that had all this really important, um, these books on, uh, on uh, different uh, healing practices and such, uh, is that knowledge is everything. And, and um, living in a world now of digital, the digital age of knowledge, it's even scarier because the new book burning of, of the 21st century is now just centralized databases and, and indexing via Google and stuff. And it's getting harder and harder to find real truth. I mean, what's the first thing that people say if you're trying to um, uh, explain something to them that might counter their, uh, their notions of reality? Well, I Googled it and I, I found it's a, you know, what you're saying is not real. I'm like, oh, you Googled it. You Googled it. So first of, we've got a, uh, a massive CIA controlled and invented psyop that is now a verb, Google, which was, is a company that now is a verb to find truth. Um, and so you're going to a private company to find the knowledge that, you know, to back up your claims. It's just insanity. So yeah, obviously um, for us, as you mentioned, trying to help the world uh, in all these different ways with the permaculture and helping the topsoil. And for me as the technical advisor and kind of leader on Alpha Vedic, why we're on DLive right now and why we really support true decentralized blockchain and um, uh, different types of uh, technologies that are actually decentralizing and not uh, going into that, uh, you know, this hundred year old paradigm or well, thousands year old paradigm of centralized control, but a patent control and all that, uh, is that we can, you know, still, there's still that knowledge there. Like luckily those books are still around. If you really dig, you can go find these books. If we can get this knowledge transferred onto the blockchain, onto a blockchain that's truly decentralized and, uh, proliferated in a way that it, you know, is there forever. Then we have an immutable ledger of this knowledge and information for future generations. So uh, this is why we are so, you know, uh, positive and excited about the future is because as you know, in this polarity on this, in this universe, in this um, octave that we're in, while things can seem dark and there's these negative forces, there's, there's it is always going to be on the opposite, the positive forces. And right now there's a lot of amazing innovation happening because people I think have been pushed to the edge and so we've got all these amazing developers that are jumping in the blockchain and jumping into distributed ecosystems and figuring out ways to uh, use this new technology to free people from the shackles of now of the current internet prison that we're in. And it really is a prison. Um, we really are do have these social media media ghettos that people are funneled into via Twitter and Facebook and uh, YouTube and even now Reddit 
and all these major companies which are just censoring and taking the truth in a certain route uh, that is uh, in tune with the paradigm that they want to create in this new digital virtual world that we're being kind of forced into. So having the ability to um, disseminate information on distributed networks and using stuff like uh, blockchain and Bitcoin, things like that. And this is why with Alpha Vedic, you know, we are, we are super involved with that. We take crypto on our site. In fact, we got a, a Litecoin payment last night and we offer a 5% discount to anyone who will pay us in crypto. So we're taking a hit because we're trying to help push this technology every little thing we can do. And I'm always getting on my high horse and sure I go on YouTube still. I'm trying to not use it. I'm really trying to not, I mean, you know, you know, use these platforms and, you know, try to make a difference with my own actions. And it's hard. I mean, people are kind of on, I mean, great information's on that channel because it's the one everyone uses still, but with us using D live and trying to use these other alternative networks and such, we can start making a change through our own actions. And that's really what it comes down to in the end is in your own life, making these decisions yourself and making conscious efforts to change your behaviors and habits that are funneled, that you're off, off, um, often funneled into via the control network and the control matrix so that we can start to liberate ourselves and our communities. And one thing I love love this this new kind of phrase that I think that I'm really kind of digging is yes think global but act local I think that's a really powerful technique and a concept that we should start to embrace is that we are on a global we are in a global village it's really important for humanity to come together and we have all this powerful new tools of technology uh, that allow us to do that via the internet and and blockchain etc but more important than anything um, right now is is acting local, which is getting you know more focused on your community and the people around you because that's how you're going to spread through your own actions this the viral nature of disrupting the current paradigm is by interacting with your neighbors, going out, starting like I'm jump starting a local farmers artisan market starting this Sunday that we'll be at in our little town, um, doing things like that so important get active, um, get loud, start uh, interfacing with your neighbors because that's one thing the control grid doesn't want happening and that's why um, you know, they're, they're so focused on getting 5G uh, out there and, and I mean look at Google and look at Amazon with all their home integrated systems to keep you in the home and keep everything delivered to your house by drone. You know, they don't want you out there out and getting your feet in the grass and talking to your neighbors anymore because that is destructive to the paradigm of essentially the prison planet they're trying to create. And yes, they are out there. They are doing that. They've been doing this for thousands of years. Um, those people exist. So um, that's my little rant there. But uh, it all comes from a place of love and, and inspiration and heart and uh, really just positivity. Uh, this isn't doom and gloom at all. So yeah, that's that's. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> no. Cats out of the bag, we're embarking on literally a new golden age, literally. And uh, the world very soon will be scarcely recognizable in the best of sense. So can I give a little hint about where we're going as a company uh, based on uh, well, what we've been doing for a while and, and the discussion you and I had yesterday? 
Yes, please do so. Um, and uh, yeah, we're okay. getting more people jumping on DLive and chatting with us. It's great. I think the longer we're on here, more people discover us. Please follow us. Um, and um, we'll follow you back, of course. And let's start to build this virtual community uh, using crypto and blockchain uh, and get off the, the Google wheel, if you will. Go ahead, Dr. Lando. Okay. Uh, on your last little rant, um, you brought up a lot of good topics that could trigger me into probably about 10 or 12 different rants of my own, but I'm going to bite my tongue and spare our audience here. Uh, so what we're doing as a company, and this uh, might go back to our C60 price increase uh, and, and uh, you know, how we are structuring ourselves at this very moment. What our people can expect is that very soon there will be a website, alphavedicgardens.org. And that is where you will be able to not only link into our commerce arm and think of it as a working permaculture model, because it really is any self-sustainable system has to also be engaged in commerce if you don't want to be relying on government grants and things that'll prevent you from what you want to do in the first place. So um, we do have that commerce arm that we'll be developing greatly, alphavedic.com, but that is going to be only a single link from alphavedicgardens.org. Now that is all going to be under the auspices of a cooperative and I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag as far as what the name of the cooperative is uh, quite yet. But that cooperative, just like your local health food store, uh, health food store co-op will allow you to have a membership and that membership is now going to uh, give you access to discounts, it will give you access to actually being uh, a part of a cooperative venture. So everything that uh, our members participate in will actually be supporting uh, the growth of our permaculture movement that again will assure food for future generations, will assure that we and environmental destruction once and for all. And, and we could go on into a lot of other areas that we're all engaged in. And members will also have access to educational um, resources that won't be available to non-members. They'll also, uh, what else, um, be able to access uh, regular chat groups where they can get on with people that have expertise in integrative medicine, uh, permaculture farming, off-grid living, blockchain technologies. What am I leaving out, Mike? Well, I mean, uh, all sorts of different modalities for health and wellness, especially like fitness, um, right? And, you know, uh, optimizing your physicality for everything from 
just general day-to-day health to if you're more athletically inclined or active. Hell, we'll go into things like uh, uh, stuff we're really into, like for me, fishing, fly fishing. Um, I mean, it's we're very creative folks. So um, our other partners down in Los Angeles, they're filmmakers and actors and artists. Uh, so we'll have that creative cultural um, uh, stuff going on. So yeah, it's going to be a vibrant community and a really powerful way to create a digital, commu- uh, excuse me, a more of a virtual community since we're kind of out in the boonies here by choice. Um, but I also want to give a shout out real quick to uh, Desire Freedom 1962, places first order on our site right now, rock on. So that's great. So um, we hope you enjoy the products. Um, yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, but th- I'm really excited about the co-op. I think it's going to be uh, an amazing uh, advancement for us. Um, we're up here on the Smith River in the very tip top tip of Northern California, uh, the largest, you know, like the closest large city to us is about a five, six hour drive. So, um, while we've chosen this to be in the most natural state for developing our products and maintaining our own health, um, we have an amazing place that's off grid. So we, we really fancy ourselves as an off grid business and we are building out the property to start incorporating a bit of tourism. So, you know, as we grow, these co-op members can choose to come visit, um, engage with us in person and we will have workshops. We've already had one workshop on the premises that was a, a mushroom workshop and we will continue to grow that. Uh, Deb, who is one of the partners and Dr. Lando's um, wife is uh, spearheading a lot of that and she's got a, a she's a master gardener and also um, permaculture and biodynamic farming specialist along with Dr. Lando. So we will have amazing workshops on premises. So while we'll have the virtual community, we also are all about shaking hands and meeting people and energetically coming together uh, physically. So we will continue to grow that aspect of our company and the cooperative as well as um, we will be attending farmers markets starting actually this weekend. Uh, we have our first farmer's market we'll be at here in our town that we're spear, um, that I'm spearheading with some uh, fellow neighbors here in my little town. And we'll be there and we've, we're really excited about this aspect of what we're doing by getting out into the community. And we have some really fun, exciting new products we'll be unveiling uh, in our farmer's market stand. And we'll be doing uh, the local one here as well as one across the border in southern Oregon and grow that out and we hope where that gets to a place where those who are enterprising souls that want to take part in that will have an ability for people to um, to join us in in spreading out uh, these concepts to other farmers markets and events etc so lots happening right now with the company and with developing the co-op and as you can tell we're super energized and excited about all of this And we're really involved in a community. Uh, my wife and myself are uh, overseeing outreach programs into communities in both Southern Oregon and Northern California, teaching low-income people how to create food banks by growing their own food. 
you know, we really believe in getting our message out there and not just keeping ourselves out here in the backwoods. So we do leave the property now and then. <laughs> uh, I do have um, a, I do have a question for you from Desire Freedom yeah. 62. He says, Doc, anything I need to do to make the C60 more bioavailable or is it as available as it can be? And then he mentioned trying my hand at growing lion's mane uh, and probably remarked to our mushroom uh, workshop we did. Yeah. Uh, well, good. Uh, any time you can grow something yourself, that's fantastic because not only are you benefiting uh, from things that are good for your health at a lower cost, but there's something special happens that when you cultivate it yourself, you're putting your, your energy, your life force into it, and it's going to work better for you uh, when you grow it for yourself. Uh, another little trick that uh, might sound kind of odd, but you know, when we, we do a lot of propagation from seeds, and if it's our own food that we're propagating, uh, we put the seeds in our mouth and just uh, walk around in the yard while we're, you know, getting ready to plant and that sort of thing. And what happens is uh, when the seeds are in your mouth for, you know, about an hour or so, uh, it actually impregnates the seed with your DNA. Now, when that food grows, it's going to be medicine specific for your biology and for your entire energetic Wow, that's super, that's super trippy. I've never heard of that. That's amazing. So I, I'll have to remember that when I come over to eat some of your food that I'm um, getting a little bit of your DNA. <laughs> well, that's great. I probably shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, and, um, and as far as the C60 question, uh, he's just wondering, is there any way to make it more bioavailable okay. bio when ingesting it? Oh, oh right, right, right. Thanks for reminding me. You know, there's some good little low-tech tricks, and uh, one of the best ones is to combine it with a high hydrogen source. Now, people in some circles are very aware that uh, hydrogen is a good thing to deliver an extra amount to your body, and, and that's another whole discussion, but people buy water units that create you know, hydrogen water. They buy products that are impregnated with more hydrogen. But eating an apple will raise the hydrogen levels of your bloodstream significantly, which is why eating an apple a day really is true, you know, as far as being good for you. So if you take your dose of carbon-60, if you just eat a good old-fashioned apple within a half an hour or so, what some of uh, my partners in research have found is it really augments and potentiates the effects of the C60. Uh, yeah. If, if, you know, it's not apple season then you can take some other hydrogen product, but it's a good thing to combine with C60. Yeah. I, um, I do that as much as I can. And thanks for reminding me on that. Um, as I look out at my orchard and, uh, I got, we have four apple trees, which should start producing soon and they, they just get crazy. So, uh, but yeah, that's a, a really good point. I, I forget to eat that apple after you take your carbon 60. Um, Pastor Project MD has a quick question and I'm not sure. Um, I mean, feel free to answer this if you want. He was just wondering how can you prove that your DNA is transferred uh, with the seed uh, in your mouth? I can't. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, and, uh, and basically, uh, I, I would be provable if I had a lab to do DNA studies and everything. I, you know, I'm not capable of that. Uh, there's also, I can go back to my clinical experience of for decades and there's a lot of things that we just observed that predictably created results over and over and over again with everybody almost without exception i can't prove why i know it works i just know it works and i'm not going to wait for some lame study that is flawed and and uh you know biased in the first place to come along and prove what i'm saying is right uh so yeah i can't prove that my dna is in there but how could it not be uh if you soak a seed for sprouting just within the first hour the seed swells up and the water has activated all the enzyme systems that will awaken that seed to unveil the entire history that's in that seed to eventually provide a um you know a plant that you can eat so or or maybe even a tree that's you know in in our area here we have trees that are over 200 feet tall and and that little seed is going to create something like that now i'd like to ask all the scientific minds out there and and believe me that's a valid question and, and i'm not taking exception with the question it's a good one uh but a lot of so-called scientists who like to take exception with some of these methodologies you know they can't s explain to this day how uh, a seed that has the data fields of um you know since ancient times of the entire history of what uh, the, the programming that allows that seed to create a, a giant redwood tree, but still it does. If they understood some of the physics that we talk about here and there, or a lot, that would be explained very matter-of-factly. So going back to the seed, when you just um, you know, soak them for a few hours or even after an hour, and it activates all those things to make things grow, uh, we can also show that the water itself is permeating the entire seed to make that happen. Now, if it happens to be your saliva, your saliva does have your DNA in it. So I don't know how the seed wouldn't have my DNA in it. And through experience, for a long time, we have noted that that food that you grow in that way and eat yourself has very unique qualities that feel very good. And that's subjective, but the scientific community, as they think of themselves, have deliberately tried to take us away, sequester us from subjectivity and say, that's not real. We need objectivity. But if they understood real physics, they'd realize that all of their studies are skewed from the start because they're the ones that are designing them with certain expectations and, and, and sometimes even motives behind them. And how can that not affect their studies? And, and, you know, there's no way to have a double blind study and all the things that they think are as ab 
think of as objective. It, it's impossible when you understand the truth. So anyway, a lot of good discussion there. But yeah, I'm pretty sure the DNA's in there. <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, yeah, my dog is now barking like crazy at my neighbor's dog. So this might be a good time to wrap it up. We've been on for almost an hour and a half. Okay. So uh, yeah, um, great discussion Seriously. as always. Well, I mean, we took us a little bit to like get the live stream going, but yeah, we've been uh, we've been recording for about an hour now or hour and fifteen. So um, yeah, good times as always, man. We could talk for hours and hours and hours. Um, but yeah, we'll be on D Live every Thursday as much as we can around 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, please follow us on uh, all the channels we're on. We're, our Telegram channel is uh, forward slash Alpha Vedic. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Discord. Um, you know, we don't want to be on all these platforms, but they're kind of necessitated at the moment to spread we're all about just spreading the good word. And so we'll use these platforms as long as they exist or as long as they're relevant. And hopefully quickly they won't be relevant anymore as the world switches to more decentralized social media platforms. Oh, another one we're on, a new one we're on that I'm really enjoying. I got on this week and we're using is called Scent. And it's um, on the, it uses the Ethereum blockchain. Uh, and uh, it's a really cool platform. A lot of these, like we used to do Steam a lot and, the interface and UI on that is pretty like, you know, 1999. It's, you know, a lot of these decentralized mechanisms, they're kind of lagging in regards to the interface and stuff. Uh, and Steam's cool. Um, you know, we were posting on that and I do like that Steam actually puts the data uh, or at least the comments and a lot of things go on the blockchain. And once something's posted after a while, it can't be deleted. Um, you know, and that was really cool. But Scent has really got the design down. It's, a, it's fun. It's not as decentralized in, the, in terms of, I believe, the contents on a centralized server, um, but um, the way it uses the crypto to reward people for interacting is really cool. So, yeah, um, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there in the technologies out there. So, yeah, follow us, subscribe to us. We're on YouTube, too. We post these videos as replays on YouTube. We premiere them uh, on Thursdays at 4 o'clock, so you can jump onto YouTube and chat. I'm kind of on my high horse saying, you know, not to use it, but as a business, we're, we're forced to uh, because that's where most people are on. But we're going to keep plugging away on, on stuff like DLive and trying to help uh, wake up as many people to these new technologies as we can. I mean, a lot of people are just content. Uh, they're busy. They're busy living their lives and they're content just using Facebook and Twitter and stuff because that's kind of what the mainstream is. And the more I go down the rabbit holes is how the patent office has been was created to really um, help those uh, in charge control technologies. And actually, yeah, do, do not create a patent. If you've got something really cool that's groundbreaking, do not go <laughs> patent it because they will then steal it from you. Go open source. If you open source things, that's the future. That's the way things are going to go. If you really want to make change is open source your technology and make it so the whole world has access to it. Do not patent it. Um, there are some amazing stories out there of folks. In fact, I can't remember his name, but he was the original, they were one of the original developers of what preceded Facebook and it was like the original social media platform and they patented and it was stolen and Facebook became, um, you know, uh, the end result. 
Uh, so anyhow, um, wonderful having you on Even. today, Bear. Uh, as always, a pleasure. Any final remarks? No, I could say a boatload about what you just uh, talked about, but let's save that for another time. Uh, great chat. Enjoyed it. Got to go to work. Okay. Um, we'll uh, see you guys all next time. Thanks. Have a wonderful day. Go out there and spread the good word and uh, live, uh, live from your heart. Peace. Thanks, everyone.